When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right. Welcome in. It's Mackie and Judd. See, Judd just closed out his browser, so I'm assuming he'll be back in just a second. It's kind of kind of a train wreck today, actually. Judd closing out his browser. Got we got Declan hugging a toilet with some sort of flu-like symptoms. That there's Judd. I you, I knew that you fat fingered your browser there. I did. How'd you know? Back. Was, I don't know. I just good guess. Feeling there. Total. That was total <laughs> fat index finger of the browser. That's good. I'm glad. I'm impressed. So Declan's got some flu-like symptoms happening at both ends of his body today. No, don't stop. Don't have to share just any more than that. He's, he's illin. <laughs> but uh, and by the way, the Vikings officially have a coach. They've sent out the press release that Kevin O'Connell is indeed the Vikings head coach. So don't worry. Woo! Don't worry. Oh. There wasn't going to be a Hold some a sort second. of uh, Josh McDaniel situation. Hold on a second. I'm. I am. I'm so happy. I have to chug a surly furious. Oh wow! <laughs> Amazing. Um, let's get into it. Write that down and an accountability session here. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Here's how this works every single week. We bring on guest listener predictors like Kevin, a.k.a. X-Twins News, is about to jump on, take his swings. But three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. Uh, on this edition, we also have a football-centric edition on Purple Daily, which is touchdowns and completion percentage. If you guys want to participate as guest listener predictors, send us a message through the Score North app. It's free to download. It's a central hub for everything we do. We have giveaways and uh, other fun things, so hit us up there. There's a feedback tab at the bottom. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Well, we do it more than pretty much any show in America. We put our careers and reputations on the line, and we keep track of how wrong we were with statistics. Let's start with Judd. Are you ready to be held accountable? Okay, yes. Yes, I am. All right. You said Malik Beasley will be traded by the Timberwolves this season. You know, after his performance last night, I'm thinking I might have been right, but he should have been at least traded. He was clanking him. Everybody was clanking him. Zero points last night off the bench. Well, he got hot in like the week and a half leading up to the deadline, too, and he's got kind of a fat contract, so... it. It's it's harder to move him, and then when he starts heating up, it's like, well, if he's going to be hot for the next three months, then yeah, he but can you know maybe what? be an asset. That's the biggest tell. The biggest tell is guys like that get hot right before, like, don't trade me, I'm red hot, and then and then the team holds on to him, and what happens? 
inevitably they come back down to earth. When he wins a road playoff game by hitting six of eight threes, come talk to, to me then to knock off the Memphis Grizzlies. Then you come talk to me. You then. can apologize publicly to Malik Beasley on the show. I'll Play be one happy now. to. Uh, you did also say that the, there there will be a parlay here. You said there'd be a credible report of the Wolves and Sixers discussing a Ben Simmons trade. This is months ago. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, Simmons would not be traded to the Timberwolves. And you were right. I don't know if this rises to the level of I'm going to say no. It a doesn't. home run because these are both likely scenarios. But it does right. not rise to a home run level. But nice job there. Thank you. All right, I had a few things come off the board. I said in the women's skeleton event, Kimberly Bowes would win the gold. She didn't even medal. She finished like eighth. What a disappointment to her country. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what country. Denmark? I think she's Denmark. But she's a dis- she is a, a national disappointment for not winning gold. Uh, in the, and I said the Wolves will acquire one of these players, and I'm – I guess I could leave this open-ended forever, but in the spirit of competition here, I meant by the deadline. So Ben Simmons, John Collins, Miles Turner, Pascal Siakam, I said that they would acquire one of those guys. However, I did say the Wolves would stand pat at the trade deadline. And that the Wolves would go at least 4-3 and three over their next seven games, starting with that first game against the Pistons. They went 5-2 and two over that. Time. Very smart to put at least. Yep. Five Crafty. All right, the listeners. Listener Evan said the Vikings' next head coach, offensive and defensive coordinators would all be former head coaches. Well, Kevin O'Connell and Ed Donatel. Neither one. Ed Donatel's never been a head coach. So, uh, and then they don't have an offensive coordinator yet. Mm-hmm. Although they're interviewing the Rams. Is it Thomas Brown, the Rams uh, running, running backs, backs coach. coach? Yes, who I think is also now. Now what we find out might be in the running for the OC job here. Not Wes Phillips. So, so is Wes Phillips out? I don't know if he's out, but it it sounds like the OC job is not a slam dunk. Who, who knows? It, it's weird because you don't call plays. <laughs> so like it's like you're the OC and you play a key role, but you don't call plays on game day. Yeah, you're kind of. I mean, you're kind of like the the right hand close offensive confidant of Kevin O'Connell. You are, you know? as they call it now, Phil, the passing game coordinator. Yep, I love all these like pass game coordinator, run game. They they even have them on. Like Raheem Morris has been. An offensive pass game coordinator and defensive coach, and you got guys who are crossing both sides. Yep. Uh, Eli predicted before the end of the 2022 NBA season, the Wolves will trade for or trade away an NBA All Star, and they didn't do any of those things. And now they can't because the trade deadline has passed. Uh, Declan said the Wild will shut out the Red Wings. Now they Whew. they hung they hung one on the Red Wings, but the Red Wings were not shut out in that game. On Val- what was the final like seven, seven to, to four four so. Yeah, so the Red Wings definitely scored a lot, but they got smoked. Yes. So with that, here's where we stand. Declan and Judd off to hot starts, both batting 417. Here I come, Dex. Judd with two home runs, leading the league. Declan has one home run. I've climbed up to 318 with one home run. Listeners, we're halfway through February, and the listeners are not on the board yet with either a hit or a home run this season. They're they're taking big swings, as they ordinarily do, and that's part of the problem at times. And then uh, career stats, we've been, we've been doing Write That Down since about 2015, but we've only been keeping track of official stats since 2018. Judd has 205 career hits, which leads everyone, 17 career home runs. I'm at 169 hits, 16 home runs. Listeners leading everyone with 19 home runs because they swing for the fences, 132 hits. And Declan closing in on hit number 100. So, 
All right, there you have it. Those are your uh, correct and incorrect predictions, the accountability session. Let's get him in here. He is the guest listener predictor, Kevin, otherwise known on Twitter as X Twins News. What's going on, dude? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What uh, What was your inspiration for starting the X Twins News Twitter account? Yeah, so growing up, got the uh, Sunday paper every day or every Sunday and uh, would look at Sid's jottings. <laughs> and it seems like in the summer, there'd always be updates. You know, uh, Matt LaCroix is hitting 250 and double A for so-and-so. So I, I used to love those updates. And I thought, hey, why not take a page from Sid's book and uh, bring it to Twitter? Love it. Love it. The jottings, yeah. man. The jottings were so great. I love jottings. So, so we have, we've got Sid's jottings. We got Charlie Walters. Don't print that. Don't print that. Little yeah. Birdie told me. It's legendary, man. So, all right. So you know the drill here. Uh, is this your first time on Write That Down, though? It is. Yeah. Wow. First time. It's probably my second second time even calling you guys. So I've called in a couple times, but. Uh, yeah, You're an OG. Man. A lot of we were talking before we popped the mics yeah. on here. A lot of people have discovered either Purple Daily or Mackie and Judd just like through YouTube or podcast last couple of years. But we did do an AM radio show for you know like six or seven years before that, and you you're an you're an OG loyal listener calling in. <laughs> yeah, you know it's you so cool about? To, it's so cool to see your growth and evolution. But uh, I take pride in being here from the beginning. So. We appreciate that, man. Love yeah. it, man. So here's how this is going to work: three predictions from everybody. We're going to go around the room. No, no, Declan here. He is a last minute scratch from this game. And uh, we'll, so the three of us will go around. We're going to start with Kevin, ex-Twins News, over to Judd, and then back to me. And the real game within the game is to see if I can remember the order throughout the duration of this game. <laughs> it's three <or> people. <laughs> it's Odds are with you today. It shouldn't be that hard. And uh, all of these shenanigans are presented in part by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. If you're a business owner and you've already had you know some level of success and you're looking to take your business to the next level, Federated can come in with some of the best risk management tools and resources you're going to find on the market. So uh, check them out. You can find your local Federated marketing representative by just doing a search on their website. You can put a, a face to a name and someone that can help your company. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. Let's start with X-Twins News. Kevin, lead us off. All right. I'm going to do my best to pick up the listeners, although uh, the earliest mine will come to fruition is probably April. Uh, But I got a prediction, one for the Vikings, one for the Wolves, one for the Wild, not one for the Twins, because let's uh, be real, baseball doesn't exist right now. So, Amen. First uh, prediction here, we all know the single season passing, or I should say receiving yardage record for the Vikings is 1632 by Randy Moss. uh, Infamously, the uh, Justin Jefferson superstar we have came up short last season, but write this down, he will uh, pass that record next year, and he will move into number nine on the all-time franchise uh, receiving yards list. Okay. Hmm. All right. And by the way, I'm going to so I'm not going to write these down because I'm going to probably screw it up. So Declan's going to Declan. I'm sorry, man. You're going to have to go back and listen to this while hugging the toilet. And Declan's the official book. I'll send him mine. Okay. I'll write that down. OK, <laughs> so I'll personally good. send him mine. <laughs> write this down. All right, Judd, your first prediction. OK, I'm going to make some uh, two predictions about Kevin O'Connell's 4 p.m. press conference tomorrow as he's introduced as the Vikings 10th head coach. Here's the first one. Kevin O'Connell will, at some point in his press conference, 
joke about people having been nervous about the fact he wasn't going to take the Vikings job. Okay. So he's going to add some, just a little bit of zip and a little bit of, because he, I, I feel like he's going to win the press conference, but you do that in part by keeping it light, right? A few sure. jokes, you, you mix ins. Yeah, don't do what Nick, Siri, Nick Sirianni Very did with the Eagles last year. He's like, Jokers we're going to have like systems that. and processes. And, and Brad was like that too. But KOC is going to mix in some jokes levity and say something about you all thought i wasn't going to show up here but here i am so something like that you know what those guys and again who knows like i i just found out who kevin o'connell was this season so i'm not going to pretend to have like followed his career and quasi like no one unless you were a hardcore 49ers or, or browns fan and you know studied the depths of their front offices or unless you work in the game like we're all kind of being introduced to these guys for the first time in the last few months i just get the feeling that Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Adolfo Mensa are great with people. Like they're good communicators. You know, it's all the cliche words, right? Collaborators. Mike Zimmer was just kind of an old school, curmudgeonly, cantankerous guy to be around. He was moody. Not that these guys can't also, you know, couldn't, show some bad sides to their personality. Quarterback. But, yeah. Hated his quarterback. Yes. I feel like these guys are going to bring sort of a levity and a joyfulness to the franchise that maybe hasn't existed in quite some time. I like it. That's my hope. And also be actually good at football, coaching and scheming and things. Um, all right. Write this down. Write this down. I think I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase this, but, you know, we've been talking about Kirk Cousins trade speculation. I'm going to try and put this in a prediction form that there will be credible. There will be at least one credible Kirk Cousins trade report by March 20th. And by that I mean somebody like a Schefter or a Rappaport or somebody, and we can sort of put our heads together and, and judge right. this, will float a report that the Vikings are either shopping Cousins or that another team has shown interest in acquiring Cousins. Sometime between now and March 20th. All right? All right. Is that a fair way to phrase it? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's very Write fair. it down. You like writing things down. All right. Back to Kevin, X-Twins News. All right, second prediction is a Wolves prediction. Um, coming off of an injury last night, I don't think it's serious. Um, but Ant, write this down, will score 50 points before season's end. And can I throw on an if to that? Sure. Um, if he doesn't score 50 by season's end, in the playoffs he'll score at least 40. Wow, okay. I could see that, yeah. So he'll drop a 50-burger in the regular season, and if that doesn't happen, he'll drop a 40-burger in the in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, bring on I the burgers. It. I love that term, <laughs> burger. That's awesome. That's a 50-burger. Uh, Gian- Giannis dropped a 50-burger last night on somebody. He, yes, he did. It's ridiculous. That was one of Cat's bet. That, that felt like a 50-burger from Cat down the stretch last night. That was 39, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ant was I'm mad sure. at him in the postgame. Yeah, it was great stuff. <laughs> Ant's like, come on, man, you got to score a bleeping – Get free throw, man. <laughs> he's he's fun. Down. All right, back All right. to Judd. All right. In the press conference tomorrow, KOC will use the words collaboration and or culture no fewer than three times. Okay. So so we'll get a combination of of those words in some way, shape, or form, collaboration and culture, no fewer than three times as he talks about how he and Quasi pave the path to a Vikings. Super Bowl championship. And that can be time. 
any form of those words, right? So collaborative, yeah. collaborate, yes. Yes. collaboration. And it's going to be some form. So, cultural. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll get at least three. We'll probably get, get more, but I'm going to draw the line at three because I, I think I said five with Quasi and he didn't come close. <laughs> I tried. I almost feel like those guys are aware of it now, too, where they might purposely try to shy away from Write some it of down. You I don't want things down. Don't, don't do it, guys. Let it flow. <laughs> Let the collaboration fly. <laughs> yes. All right. Write this down. So Andrew Wiggins, Zach Levine, and Carl Anthony Towns were all drafted on Team Kevin Durant. And, and Kat sent out that post yesterday. He retweeted. There was an article you know, sort of written about you know, those three guys and you know, the origins of all being drafted by Flip Saunders and whatnot, or traded for in Wiggins' case. And Kat retweeted and said, if, if only we were given time, which is a direct shot at Tom Thibodeau, right? Because Tom Thibodeau didn't have the patience to wait out that nucleus. Zach Levine had the knee injury. Yeah. And uh, I think it all worked out because I, I like this nucleus with Anthony Edwards better than I like that old nucleus. But, yeah, it, I think we're all wondering what would have happened. But anyways, they're all three on the same all-star team, and so write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. They will share the court at some point during that game. So Wiggins, Levine, and Cat will, will be on the court together playing at the same time at some point. If there's any self-awareness at all by the coaching staff, you have to make this happen even for two minutes. I know that the nation doesn't really give a rip, but like, let's do a tip of the cap to that you know, what could have been nucleus and get those guys all playing. This might require me actually watching an all-star game. I was going to say, who's going to monitor this? (laughs) I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, those three guys are going to be on the court the same. And they make sense. Like, they can all fit. It's not like they're three centers, you know. So I think it happens. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Kevin, X-Twins News, your final prediction. All right. Bringing it home. A wild prediction, Judd. I think it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to make the playoffs. And so write this down. The Wild will start off in the playoffs 0-2, and then they'll rattle off their next six in a row. So they'll win that first series and then go up wow. uh, to rip in the second round. Oh, my round. God. You are wow, so, dude. That's a tape measure shot. That's Mantelesque love... if it happens. I think Swing for the fences. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, even if you were to just leave it, you know, this, and, and this is your swing and, and you've taken the swing. Yeah, but Don't tell how to craft this swing. I think I almost think you're going too far here because, like, oh, if, if you say no, they're I down like 2-0 and they win the series, that's a home run. But you're going an even further step here, which I commend. I commend that. They get red hot is what he's saying. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bring Straight on spring. Hot. Yeah, exactly right. When do you, when no do you baseball. think baseball is going to start? What year? <laughs> oh, this is just maddening. I uh, can we can we salvage May or June this year? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, You'll be April's, lucky to salvage June, I think. Yeah. Wow. It's be fortunate. I mean, I mean, this is a mess right now. Well, it's I heard you guys mess. talking yesterday about you know now they're they're talking about things that don't matter for now. You right. Know, let's take care of the big stuff. The reason why they're meeting and, and let's move on. But yeah. Yeah. So, well, Kevin, X-Twins News, since you've got this life-changing platform here on Mackie and Judd, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this point? You know, I'll do the typical wife. Uh, thank, thank you to my lovely wife who deals with my broken Minnesota sports fandom, frustration, and all of that. So Saint. Uh, she, she sticks with me. Absolutely. Awesome, man. All right, well, thanks for coming on. X-Twins News, you can hit him up on Twitter. Absolutely. Thanks, gentlemen. We'll definitely Thanks, get Kevin. you on again, Appreciate man. It. Thanks for being a long-time listener. All right. Uh, Judd, back to you here. Your 
All third right. and final prediction. Right, All right. down. I'm going to keep it in the National Hockey League, but I am not going to make a wild prediction. Instead, I am going to tell you this. You can write this down. The Edmonton Oilers, who who were struggling something terrible, uh, just recently changed coaches, won't only make the playoffs, but they will win at least a series. Um, they, They are on, I believe they are tied for third place in the Pacific Division right now. They started off great. They went in the absolute toilet. They finally, I, I think they got blown out back-to-back games after the All-Star break, fired their coach, Dave Tippett. Um, they've come back strong. They've got too much talent to be that crappy, so they are going to win a series in the playoffs. All right. At least one, I should Write say. Write this down. Okay. Uh, my final prediction here is presented by the Minnesota Golf Show, the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, which is returning to the Minneapolis Convention Center. This weekend, so Friday, February 18th through Sunday, February 20th, we're going to be there around 1 o'clock, 1.30 on both Friday so and Saturday. It's a reunion show. This is huge. It's like live. In, in person. In yeah. person. It's, yes, it's like a group getting back together. It's going to be uncomfortable, though. We, you know, we've been we've been fighting. We've been broken up. Yeah, but there's so much cash to be made here. I mean, <laughs> tell the people how much we're going to make. Yeah, we're going to do some just a, a couple special you know, on-site podcasts on Friday afternoon around one one thirty and, and Saturday, so you can come hang out with us. Uh, tickets are on sale for just twelve dollars. And compliments to TwinCitiesGolf.com. Each ticket purchase includes ten free greens fee passes and three bonus passes if you purchase online. Again, MinnesotaGolfShow.com presented by Choice Bank. Your select Minnesota Buick GMC dealers, Nelson Marine, Second Swing, and Score North. Also, St. Thomas men's hockey continues to battle through the rugged CCHA. You can come support the men's hockey team also this weekend uh, against Lake Superior State, their last home series. TommySports.com for ticket information. That's TommySports.com. Okay. So I love Chris Finch, man. That guy is a great coach. He's got full buy-in from this team. He's yep. taken them to a new level. Oh boy! That win last night was just—I mean, they played like crap. They were—they couldn't make a three. They couldn't make a free throw. They were playing poor defense at times. And like, even when they play poorly, they still find a way to grind it out. So here's my prediction: I think JB Bickerstaff. Write this down. JB Bickerstaff, the Cavs coach, will win NBA Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. But Chris Finch will finish top three in voting. So write it down. It's kind of a parlay here. I think it's a home run. I'm telling you, J.B. Bickerstaff will win NBA Coach of the Year, and Chris Finch will finish top three in voting. Home run. I think Monty Williams is probably in the mix, but the Cavs are like a three seed in the Eastern Conference right now. J.B., man, that's great to see. Good guy, too. Former Gof. Good guy. Yep. So there it is. Those are your predictions. We'll see if Declan is alive here at some point. But uh, every Wednesday, this is where we admit that we were wrong. If you want to you want to come at us, you can always make you fun guys, of our batting averages. You guys don't know what you're talking about. When are you going to admit you're wrong? Well, every Wednesday, twice. Only show in America. All right. Um, we're going to take a timeout here. We're going to take a T.O., baby. Mackie and Judd. Want a little 20? Thanks for hanging out with oh, us here. I'll write that down. All right. Mackie and Judd. Uh, so our guy Declan is the pilot of our plane. And uh, he is the producer that keeps us propped up and moving forward. And he is, uh, he's not feeling well today. So yours truly is, is spinning multiple plates here. If we happen to crash this thing during the show, 
blame whatever Declan had for dinner last night or for breakfast this morning. Yeah, you know, go there. Little, little flu bug, maybe. <laughs> so let's um, let's just spend a few minutes here on the Timberwolves. You were in the arena last night. Yes. The Timberwolves last night missed forty-two three-pointers. Yes. They couldn't make a shot or a free throw all night. They were down by double digits for huge chunks of the second half. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards leaves with an ankle injury, and they still won that game last night. And I don't know. I think in the last 17 years, especially the last few years, it just doesn't at all feel like the type of game that they find a way to pull out and win. No. Um, but they did. I guess I'd love to know from your perspective, because the crowd also responded, the, the quiet-ass fans, as Delo said a week ago, it looked like they were responding. They, you know, they stood up until the Wolves, you know, scored a basket to start the game. But yep. it just, it, I don't know. It feels different. A win like that feels different. The arena, at least watching on TV, felt different. And um, and now they're, I think, back within a game of moving out of the play-in. So that was that was good vibes last night, Judd. Yes, I think so. I believe they've now won seven consecutive games at home. Um, and yes, let's start with with the fans and. The atmosphere in that building on a Tuesday night. That place three years back, or or not not the Butler year, but around around that um, yeah. against Charlotte would have been completely dead. Like that building would have been dead. The Wolves got down by I think uh, early in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. They trailed by a game high thirteen. They would have been dead. They would have been out of it. This team, and this is the most important thing, this team, and it certainly it certainly translates to the fans, um, has a completely different feel. So, like, before we get to the talent and, and you, Kat, you know, Cat picked, Pat, Cat basically took that game by the collar and took charge, which was yes. great, which was fantastic. But let's just talk about, Phil, the mentality of the team, which translates to the crowd, which translates to a feeling of hope that has not existed around this franchise consistently in forever. And that's the thing that struck me on back-to-back nights, because when the Wild went down to to rip to the wings on Monday night, that's an old school. They're dead. Like they're dead. They're they're gonna give a five goals. They're gonna get be five to two. It's just gonna be dead. You know what? Two rip. What the hell? They're coming back. And you had a feeling mm-hmm. last night. Down by thirteen. To your point, can't shoot a three point shot to save your life. I mean, and to the end where where at the end of of the fourth quarter in that game, D'Lo missed two key shots. Ordinarily, they're dead, right? But they're not dead. And I really think. If you have not seen this yet, go find on the Wolves' Twitter account uh, the post-game shenanigans as as Cat and the team, and more importantly, Ant, who was hurt, who was hurt, are walking to the locker room. And, and Ant is basically, in a very fun way, giving Cat crap because he got 39 and 15, not 40 and 15 yeah. and ant is joking around, but he's sort of serious about, man, you should have gotten that. Um, and as Jim Pete tweeted off that tweet, this is the difference to the mentality of this team, the, the togetherness, the fact that they're not just talented, 
but they care. Uh, it is such a breath of fresh air. And and if you want to know if this is a basketball town, and you know we've talked about this forever, it is a basketball town if you give them something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I love the way I, I love the way all this went down. I love that D'Lo kind of threw a little feeler out. You know, I don't know, calling them quiet ass fans is probably a little aggressive, but like, yeah. I love that he threw the feeler out. I love the way that. I love that people didn't get super offended by it. I think there was kind of a, you know, Jim Pete and Johnny Krasinski from The Athletic kind of pushed back a little and said, hey, I mean, yeah, he's right. It's, you know, the, the atmosphere probably doesn't match, you know, this particular team's energy and success that they've had so far. But there's this two-decade, or if you want to go back even further, like a three-and-a-half-decade backstory as to why. But I love that fans came back. They responded. The in-arena vibe from the operations all the way down to the fans, just just it came through the, the TV for sure, and you were in the arena. But um, I just I love the way that Chris Finch has come in here and has gotten everyone to buy in. There's not it's not this Tom Thibodeau, you know, browbeating style. Right. Um, it's it's stern when it needs to be, but it's also very communal. And guys just seem to love being around each other and playing. I mean, like. During that Tom Thibodeau year, the one pop-up year in 17 years, it was a joyless collection of players. Half of yep. them hated each other. Cat and Butler didn't get along, hated each other, right? Like, this feels different. This feels like a bunch of dudes all in it together. And I love another thing I love about last night, too, is you know, I'm reading a, a quote from Carl Anthony Towns. Some self-awareness here, and I think his assessment is right. He said... Carl gets great stats, but they lose is all has always been the MO and the narrative. He goes, that's no more. I want to win. I've always wanted to win, but now I've got to find ways how to put those stats to translate to winning. I think I'm doing that. Uh, I think I'm doing a much better job of that than ever. And I think some of it is like having the right coach and the right teammates around you. And they've got, they've got depth off the bench. They got Pat Beverly and Jay McDaniels is reaching a new level halfway through the season here. But um, but yeah, he's not just a hollow stat stuffer anymore. Like the what he did in the last five or six minutes of that game, yeah, he was stuffing stats, but it was like he put that team on his shoulders and carried them to overtime and then carried them to that victory. And that's what I think a lot of people have been waiting to see, which is quit bitching about calls, and he did some of that too last night. But just take your talent and be a freaking cyborg. Just yeah. be a machine. You are yeah. the best player on the court. Just take it over. Demand the and, basketball. And he's been, he's been doing that more often, and he did it last night. I, I would venture to say that last night was one of the most effective games he's played in his career. You know, if there's a list of like 10 or 15 games, that, that this game would be on that list. Just the way that he impacted everything. And what I like, too, is, and, and this is something that Cat would not and could not have done three years back. He didn't have a good game, and then he did. Like, Cat had a lot of great games. It's like, oh, my God, he was great. But there were a lot of times where things didn't go Cat's way, and Cat shut it down. He pout. He has a tendency to pout. And and he did that last night at times. And basically, Finch, in his post game said, we were going to keep giving him the basketball. Mm-hmm. And and he turned a corner. And this is the, this is the gradual, and it's been gradual, maturation process of Cat. Um, cause Phil, it's not like, it's not like his first half was great. He was pouting at times. He thought he got fouled and watched to play at one point. I'm like, dude, you got to get back down the the floor. In fact, I think it was, 
I think it was D'Angelo was riding the exercise bike. I'm not joking in front of the press table. So like he's right by us. And and th- there was a play where Cat got hit. Something happened. And he got up and got the old, what? what's going on? And, and D'Angelo said, you get down the floor, like mm-hmm. run, like you got to go make the play. But yeah. what I loved was, okay, transition from that into crunch time. And Cat's like, let's go now. Um, and it seems small, but it's important. I mean, it's things like that. And, and I just, I continue to say, do not underestimate the influence of Pat Bev. Uh, Cause Pat Bev is off his rocker at times. I love it. Like he's crazy at times. He's fun. Um, but the intensity that that dude brings, they, they were not playing well last night. And one of the first things that struck me about when, when things began to turn was Pat Bev's defense went up a notch. Mm-hmm. Like he was go, if they were going to lose, he was going to go down fighting. And, and I'll ask again, how many Timberwolves in the past set that tone? And I really think it goes back to KG. I Jimmy, really do. Jimmy, Jimmy set that tone too, but Jimmy also kind of nuked, like he kind of, he set the but tone he, and then he kind of nuked the, the chemistry while yeah, he set the tone. And Jimmy set the tone. I always felt sort of just for himself. Yeah. Like he didn't care if people join. Pat Bev wants you to join in. In fact, he implores you to. That's the I really distinction. respect that. That's the distinction that I sense is Pat Bev, he sets that tone in a way where it's us against the world. And Jimmy sometimes sets it where it's like me against my teammates. Yeah, he's done it in Philly. He's done it in Miami. And it, you know, I think it was it it works sometimes. It worked. It worked in my Miami went to the NBA finals two years ago. You know, the the bubbles finals and Miami is one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference this year. But that confrontational style within your locker room. It's risky. If you've got the right people, then it can maybe work. But right. obviously Towns didn't react or respond well to that. He was you know, also younger and less mature than he is now yep. a few years ago. Um, this team feels like, especially now with, with Jaden McDaniels, Jaden McDaniels is reaching a new level. Like, watch that dude. He's the freak. numbers aren't always ridiculous, but You're right. the impact he has getting hands in passing lanes. He Athletic can cut. Freak. Yep, he's now found a couple spots where he can hit threes on a pretty consistent basis. But, like, if, if this team is healthy, the depth that they have, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, right now we're kind of just, you know, taking it game by game. You know, can they – all right, are they, can they get to the play-in? Are they, is there a chance they can get up to the, to the sixth seed here, catch Denver? But if they get in, and if they get into an actual series, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but mm-hmm. they've got enough talent and depth – to where I don't think they can beat the Suns or the Warriors in a series, but like they could do some damage against Memphis in a series. They could go toe to toe with Dallas in a series. I don't, I'm not saying that they for sure win the series, but like they're not getting swept by Memphis. They're not getting swept by the Nuggets or by the Mavericks in a playoff series. I don't think they get swept by the Jazz in a playoff series. So they're like they're legit, man. They they can they can throw hands with almost any team in the Western Conference. That's what they're, I'm seeing right now. They're going. For the first time, I think, in forever, they are. There is a a clear map of where they appear to be going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Butler year, there was not. To your point, you're exactly right. That was that was a joyless collection of players le- led by a guy who it su- it soon became clear saw himself a- as a mercenary of sorts. Yeah, and this is like I almost. 
I almost don't care as long as they make the playoffs. I almost don't care how far they go or don't go. Here's what I want. And, and here's my, here's the one thing that I'm concerned about as far as cat. And again, the maturation of cat has been slow. Like he is a freakishly good player, but as far as mentally, and, and he's a smart dude, but as far as athletic makeup, there are things that concern me. And here's the thing that I want to see most in a playoff round from cat. I don't think the, sh- the shenanigans he pulled early in the game last night are trans are in a way translate positive positively to the playoffs. And like the whole thing about, I didn't get that call or I'm mad and I'm going to jog up the, the floor playoff time. I want that gone. Cause I feel like the thing that really held him back in, in the playoff loss in the first round to the Rockets was that mm-hmm. like, what I want to see is I want to see this roster and, and it's key players and especially cat take a playoff step now. Cause like that is a ruthless hard fought tournament. Like that's not a, Oh, you got pushed down. Oh, sorry about that. That is a get up, do what you got to do and grind it out. And and what I would love is when the wolves playoff run, which is probably going to be around is done. I would love to hear like the TNT guys say, okay, they lost, but, but we really like cat and we like where they are going. I yeah, would like I think- that. I, I think Cat has probably had it on his mind. Those guys all clowning him in that Rocket series a few yep. years ago. Like, it's up to him, man. When he when he decides that he wants to take over a game, he can take over most games. Yep. And there's going to be some nights where he has some you know off shooting or whatever. But like when he goes into cyborg mode like that, yep. defensively too, he's he got called for a couple fouls. But like his presence is being you know made known in the paint, and he's he's blocking a shot here and there. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's he. I love that he has discovered cyborg mode, which is what I'm, I'm going to keep calling it. That that's that's the mode that the great players can go into, right? Jimmy Butler went into yes. it in the NBA Finals. Kobe yes. Bryant lived in that mode. But all I the think time. the next part of that that mode is to ignore the officials completely. Well, you're not in cyborg mode if you're not also ignoring the officials. Okay, I think, I think, I think like part of getting into cyborg mode is like you're not worried about the humans around you. You're... Football, <laughs> basketball. Hockey strike zones. If you allow that to impact you, you are not going to win consistently. Yeah. How about Arod? Arod sitting right next to the. Arod had the Glenn Taylor. I think he had the Glenn Taylor seat. He should have he... to put a Glenn Taylor sweater on too. Like he had a sweater on, but I need like the Glenn Taylor nineteen ninety four sweater. If you Arod likes seats. those seats too. Like he he was like trying to watch Finchie drop the plays. He was. I think he wants high fiving players and stuff. I think he wants those seats. Well, he's going to get him at some point. I think he's going to want him full time. Well, yeah, Glenn, it was a star-studded crowd that? last night. A, it was Dumbo a, well, was there. Uh, A-Rod. M- Michelle, the Bachelorette, was there, I saw. Yes. Very exciting. And, and your favorite former Vikings tight end, Kyle Rudolph, was there. Oh, he was in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thought he might be going to Knicks games out there in New York now. I was, I'm disappointed he didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, th- that was... That was for for what used to be a sleepy Tuesday night. That was impressive. Yeah, I really that enjoyed was, that. That's a and they, they have a back to back. They're playing Toronto tonight before the the All Star break. But yeah, that was just a, I know it's it's Tuesday night kind of nondescript. It's a you know five hundred team for the Eastern Conference. But like that's a that's a win that's 
not common in in Timberwolves history. They again they missed forty two threes and they missed almost half their free throws and they still found a way to grind that out. So what were they twenty seven of forty three on free throws? You're right. Yeah. It was awful. Bad. So all right, Whatever. that's how uh, we just wanted to pop in, say hi to the Timberwolves here on Mackie and Judd oh, in the wait, 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 YouTube wait. channel. Can, that's right. Can you play it? Yes, I can. I'm sorry, My get bad. the flag. Declan's not here. I forgot the flag. Get the there flag. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm trying to feature you. Crunch has nothing on me. Crunch has no, nothing not me. On no, the other one. I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Boy. Dissension on the show. I don't know what buttons to push. Crunch. <laughs> all right. That's uh, that's me, a wrap baby. here. Mackie and Judd, we'll see you guys for a little Reckless Speculation Thursday tomorrow. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.